Oh, man, if you were watching the live stream, you just got to see 30 seconds of a little bit of a preview of our new show, More Than Cars. It's premiering in less than two weeks, but we have auto industry details, happiest workers to talk about in Google AI snapshots. Google AI. I can't wait till we get to that story because I have something to 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 tell everyone about that they're gonna want to they're gonna want to know about okay a linkedin post from a buddy that you're gonna want to go see it's oh, magical oh man i don't even know what you're talking about so i'm gonna hear about it for the yep. first time too well good morning thursday full head of steam my hat was backwards oh. before the show started because i was like i got in the zone at home this morning you know i start my day i wake up around five i read i eat breakfast i start working around like i don't know probably close to six and like i look up and it's like eight thirty. What? I'm like, I'm supposed <laughs> yeah, right. to be in the office right now. <laughs> and the house ran out of propane too. So if you live in the country, you know what that's like. I'm like, why is oh, this, no. why is the stove going on? Why, why? Because it's still a little chilly up here at nighttime. Oh, why is brutal. it, why we don't it do, warm in here? We don't do that in the city. We don't no, do the no. house. Or even most of the suburbs. It's just even most of the suburbs don't do that. So there's, yeah, I don't have that natural gas. Left. Oh, this is crazy. You want to hear something wild? Yes. This is only the second time I've been in this seat for the podcast in the last two weeks. <laughs> oh what is even happening in my <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, you're only going to have nuts. tomorrow, and then there's going right. to be another and then several days. Flying on a jet plane. We're going to be in Vegas all week next week, crushing with some amazing people. I cannot wait to share the content and the conversations yes. that we're going to have at Roy. Yes, we're going to be at the Reuters Automotive Retail event. Uh, we're moderating a main stage panel, mod- co-moderating a main stage panel, then moderating side panels on our own. Then we're going to have our own workshop, which is what every dealer wishes their OEM knew, which if you have opinions on that, productive ones, please send them to us, crew at asodu.com. Uh, we would love to include those in our presentation. And we're doing Very a new well. podcast collaboration with Reuters called Amplify, and we already have like 20 to 25 really amazing high-level guests lined up for that Top show. Not, And that's just Top by notch. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up em. to? Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what are you doing on Monday and <laughs> oh, Tuesday? Man. Let's go. One day we'll look back and be like, how in the world did we do that? I think so. Speaking I mean, of how in the world did we do that? Segway. All right, as part of their twice yearly report, NADA's most recent report reveals an increase in new car inventory, but a decline in sales per dealership. The report also indicates varying market trends, uh, hinting at potential improvements for 2023 and showing overall stable headcount growth. So we're, it's a lot of information in this report, a lot. So we're going to give there you like are four many or five. Numbers. Many numbers. Many numbers. Uh, pa- Patrick Monzi is, is an awesome economist. Actually, at a SotoCon, I was thinking about this when I was reading the story this morning. We need to get Patrick and Jonathan Smoke on at the same time. Just line them up. They probably would really appreciate the opportunity to just be together. Right? Right. So we're going to work on that. Just chat. We're going to work on that. Lots of numbers, lots of graphs, lots of all that type of stuff. It would be awesome. It would be like watching a live stream of It's a Beautiful Mind. Right, like all the numbers are going to start floating <laughs> through the sky. We need to get them some whiteboards. Yeah. It'll be magical. It, it yes. could. So, so back to the report. Uh, here's some points. Right, give them some data. So, give new vehicle data. inventory rose to 1.7 million in 2022, which is a 50 percent increase over 2021. Massive jump. Uh, the average number of new cars sold per dealership, however, dropped by 8.5 percent. Um, so down to 819 from 895 in the previous year. 
Uh, av- here's here's cool. Average per salesperson. I like this because it's like right on the ground level. Average uh, sales per salesperson annually was 102 new and 137 free used. Now I got a question here though. Okay, because that's nine. That's 19.9. Seems high. Vehicles per person. But I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's like Does that independent. Include like it can't. Yes. There's no yeah. way that can be a cumulative total because we know the average is 10 to 12. Per, well, per I, the average apparently has risen at franchise dealerships. I was hearing stats around 16 for a while. Okay. Um, I heard stat like real stats. Uh, but for, this is still from, closer to 20. Like, so that's still closer to 20. So it must it must include some level of independence, or yeah, maybe or or maybe it includes like, I mean, gosh, even your CarMax salespeople like that's not the average there. Right, so, and you think I mean, that stuff like that would drag the new average down. Yeah, I don't know what we need. But let's just say it's a little bit high Yeah, to all of those teams out there looking at their teams going like we got people selling seven to nine cars or I'm a seven to nine car salesperson. Like the average is higher. There is opportunity out there. Tons. That's what's striking to me about those couple stats right there. I mean, in our in our show, More Than Cars, uh, by the way, we mentioned it's premiering in two weeks. You should be at the live stream, by is. the way. It's, you should definitely be in the live it's stream. It's on the 24th. May 24th, 1 Eastern. So Amarie, who is one of the people we featured in that, he's at 27 after like eight months in the business. Yeah. <laughs> so there's opportunity. The if, you, if you don't think there's opportunity, we'll give Amarie a call. He'll give you a pep talk. Um, so uh, Chief Economist Patrick Monzi anticipates less market constraint in 23, like a lot of people. Uh, he's expecting inventory to grow slowly and reach 2.2 million units by uh, the year end of the year. Um, he did say that in 2022, we all were a little more optimistic than what actually happened. The, the, right. The comeback was Everyone's definitely like, inventory is going to come back. We're going to be good. Hey, do you remember? Which I mean, like, if you're in 2021, inventory. Yeah. You remember when we're like, oh, by, by Q1. By, and then eventually they were like, we have no idea. <laughs> no, my, the funniest part was 2021 when the chip shortage hits and it's like May and everybody's don't like, don't worry. By September. Inventory got back. you. September. <laughs> Fall festival. It's coming back. Nope. Toyota's still like, man, 2024. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Toyota was definitely the, the, the keenest yeah. to just tell you the, just slap you in the face with the truth and just move on yep. from there. Uh, average new car retail sales per uh, sales price went up 9.2% in 2022. Oh, so high. Almost $46,000 average uh, inflation, obviously inventory shortage. And, um, Total dealership revenue, here we go, 49% new car sales, 38% used car sales, and the rest was service and parts, and our favorite part is the people. Our favorite part is the people, right? Here we go. And we're excited to know that the the dealership family grew. We went from 1.06 million people employed by dealerships to 1.07. So for us, that's the more the merrier. It's kind of the opposite narrative of what's going on in every other industry. Literally the rest <laughs> of the world. If you're paying attention and you're outside the automotive industry and you're seeing all these layoffs, like automotive is come this growing, way, fam. Come on in. Come on in. We got a place for we you. We got right some next happy people because they're making money and they got great jobs. Speaking of happy people. Stop. Segway. I knew this was going to go really well together. Uh, Wall Street Journal article today. Uh, workers are on a happiness high, according to a recent survey from the conference board, which reveals satisfaction in the job market rose to a 36-year 
high. Wow. Uh, shift their credits to shift in work norms during the pandemic, uh, particularly uh, workplace flexibility, hybrid roles, um, you know, credited for the happiness bump. It found that those who voluntarily switched jobs during the pandemic and those working in hybrid roles were amongst the happiness, uh, at the happiest, uh, men still benchmarking happier overall than women with their jobs uh, as it pertains to leave policies, bonus plans, promotions, communication, and organizational culture. Uh, but despite the high levels of job satisfaction, the concerns and anxiety are coming up about layoffs and uncertainty in the economy, which I think automotive has found your solution. If you're feeling anxious ah. and you want to keep being happy, you need to come got a place. over here. Got you know, the largest improvements are credited to uh, work-life balance, basically. And so mm. I think we've seen a lot of that in automotive in the last several we years. We have seen a, a lot, lot of, of focus. Like on how that. many people have you heard moving to four day work weeks for service or sales? Four day work know? weeks, even like 39, the old 39 hour work week. And yep. you, they're figuring it out. Now, everybody's not like that. There's no and, one size fits all. And 39 hour work weeks selling 20 plus cars now or that, service. Now that'll or, pencil, like, Kyle. That'll pencil all day, every day. We, I, I talked to a few people at uh, Furman Chevy in Tampa, Florida. Like, they're thirty car salespeople working thirty five hours a week. Gosh. Gosh, you know, but they put in the work. They go for it. They, they, they work hard every hour. They're, they're there. And I'd be willing um, to bet there are great processes and great technology in place. Absolutely, you can't absolutely do that without are. those two. Yep. But what, what we know is, and, and this is, this is a really interesting thing that the rise of hybrid roles is really important. Like this opportunity to kind of be in both spaces, recognizing that it's not just the remote only workers that are the most satisfied with their job, but that, that mix of in-person yeah, and the ability to, to work the- remotely. Yeah. So that's a tough you know, one in not, auto, right? It's like, a tough, it's tough one in auto in retail. That's very tough. Um, but I think like Figuring out where there maybe are roles in the dealership that can exhibit some of that. Um, maybe it's uh, figuring out how people work in and amongst the dealership and where they can work and how and and how they move about the space would give them access to kind of that like freedom, the mobility within a day. Yep. Um, so thinking about that as like how do how do we figure that out in the retail side of auto? Obviously, on the industry partner side, it's a much more accessible. Uh, place to be to figure out what a uh, hybrid where we get that in-person interaction and and remote work kind of mix actually works out so yeah yeah so yeah i mean it's it's funny like one of the things that we hear is a lot of people pulling back on remote work right right but i don't think the pullback is nearly as strong on hybrid work no, right? Not at all. Three days a week, come in. Four days a week in automotive. I mean, I think we've seen a lot of benefit in automotive vendors taking advantage of that flexibility. And I would argue, For sure, I would argue that there's more availability of of better, uh, just better resources from the vendor community into automotive because now companies are able yeah. to strategize on a remote. I mean, basis. A, a so do a so do. We're like a seventy five remote work, seventy five percent remote work only company you know only a small portion of our team actually goes into an office every day and we just have the opportunity to grab all of these incredible people from multiple different states across the country and not have to be locked down to a single place so there's definitely opportunities on both sides right being in person or being fully remote um you know hey just make happy people make happy people uh google made a lot of people happy yesterday stop Segway. A lot of people, not necessarily me. 
I mean, not look, every people. Not Lots of people. a lot of people. I could care less about a pixel, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, uh, Google wrapped up its annual I/O event, dropping some new devices, AI integrations with G Suite, mm. and a big change the search one of the standout announcements in the introduction of the ai powered snapshots to google search essentially what's going to happen is you're going to search and then you'll have all of your organic search results below a little snapshot at the top of the search results that'll have a little bit more human language it'll refine the information to to give you the ability to go hey you might want to follow up that question with xyz this is actually really just an advancement in some of the things that they've done with featured snippets drawing it up into an ai language model that'll allow you to kind of like take the next step um the other interesting thing is they're bringing in um the 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 um all these in integrations into g suite so things like uh all of your like docs and sheets and anything like that will have the right have, emails uh, do your things yes yeah. in yeah and your emails will be right in there so uh there's a lot of like you know highs and lows people that love the idea hate the idea um Basically, all of the features are uh, are powered on Google's updated language, uh, large language model called Palm Two, which is really funny. We were just talking about Palm, palm yesterday. Today. Different palm. palm. I thought the same exact <laughs> totally thing. different palm. Uh, so it'll bring out re uh, improvements in reasoning, coding, and translation. Which, if you're Google, makes a lot of sense because they are in so many languages across so many countries. I can't imagine building a language model for that many nations languages. and languages. <laughs> it's unbelievable what they're, what they're able to accomplish. There's, I mean, the, the biggest impact is for sure going to be the search experience once they roll it out broad scale, which I haven't checked today. I don't know if it is rolled out, but it's like, it's pretty much done and ready to go if it's not already live. I'm just thinking about like in the <laughs> screenshot that they showed, it's like somebody searched something and there was a paragraph. And a pretty long paragraph, you know, like uh, yeah. it took up three quarters. Like, do of I the even screen. want to read that? It, well, it took yeah. up three quarters of the screen. And the only other thing you could see on the screen was the first sponsored result. Ah. On the whole fold of the page, the whole fold on a desktop. It was the on a AI. desktop, too, on mobile. I that's know. just all the way it's out. Gone. That's gone. And yeah. so, like, it'll be this is going to just obviously change the ad model. Right. I mean, Google's always intentions get you to the information. I wonder if there's going to be like cited sources at some point in the AI language right. model. Like, hey, here are three, the three most relevant sites we think. Right. And Google one, two, three, right at the bottom of the paragraph. Instead of, you know, I, I don't know, but it's changing everything. Even from organic, you try to build a site that ranks high. And if when you search something, Google's going to be like, here's our, here's our opinion, or here's the language model's opinion on what you're looking for. Um, it just yep. iterates the fact that relying on your website just to get to the top of the results it's like that's not the game anymore it's important but it's not the game like all no. of the other marketing channels all the other community building channels is going to be really why people get to your site it's that's exactly it's all it. i could that's think exactly about. it yep um it so just like some anecdotal stuff in today i can't remember if it was china or japan the first arrest was made for an incorrect uh news article that was written entirely by GPT. Do you say the first uh, arrest? So, yeah, full on arrest because it was like a big news article <laughs> that got shared everywhere. Now that's in a country that uh, I get it, but like just <laughs> no, but so still. careful there, right? But still, do you know what was the um, subject of the article? 
I don't know. I it was I was literally this is super anecdotal. Gotcha, I was gotcha. running this morning, saw it on the TV. Gotcha. The second thing is if you know who George Jones is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for this. Profile. If you know who George Jones is, go find his LinkedIn profile. His most recent post this morning was the most beautiful, exquisite jump cut of the IO event yesterday. It jumped to like 83 times where AI was set. And it's like <laughs> introducing Google's new AI, 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 AI. It's amazing. Did it he is make hilarious. this? Like, yeah. No, I don't know if it was him or someone else, but like it it got jump cut and it's like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm just reading the copy. It's hilarious. Attention dealers, in case you missed it, here's a summary of the keynote from this year's Google I.O. And it's just going to be this cat saying AI 180 times. It's just AI over and over and over. It's, un it's, it's wild. Like the trends that we follow in any industry, it's just that is the closest and nearest thing. There are so many more things that Google could and I think should be talking about. And even as dealers, don't fall in the ditch, right? Whether it, uh, you know, like we fell in the digital retailing ditch, we're falling in the AI ditch, we fall in the EV ditch. Don't fall in the ditch today. Your people are still extremely important. You're doing on ground work that is important to your business. Forget the keywords today. Care for people, care for consumers. And that, I promise, will keep you in business a long time from now. Let's That's go. it, man. Mic drop.